The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. stars. Welcome. This is Sharita Star. It's the Sharita Star and Power Hour. Thank you for being here. Good evening. Good day. Good afternoon. Wherever you may be listening from in the world on Mind Body Spirit FM. It's time to get empowered, dear stars. Welcome to episode 13, 2023's forecast. What you need to know about a seven universal year. So we are now two days away from crossing that threshold as uh, you are having the availability to listen to this uh, podcast episode, the yes, final one for 2022. And our last episode we dived into and If you are joining us for the very first time, be sure to check that out to understand a cycle that we we actually just started uh, yesterday on the 29th of December, as this uh, podcast episode is airing, of the Mastering Mercury Retrograding Capricorn. And what I did in the last episode was a complimentary consciousness of reflection workshop uh, within that hour so that we could um, really own and take the reflective reins, as as we may phrase it, uh, as we are finishing a very uh, strong year that asked us to be mastering the value of compassion You can also check that episode out in earlier December. Kind of wraps up everything that the year was about or we were asked to do. And being, of course, I only started this podcast back in July. We didn't get to do that in January of 22. So you can check out all the past episodes. They're all there for all the silent listening that you may like to ponder and explore when it comes to, you know, truly understanding how astrology, numerology, and of course, this other little thing I do, which I will be throwing in some good examples of today of lexigrams, how we can spell out the truth with our English language and uh, always be Raising our consciousness however we possibly can. That's what we like to be doing here. So, what we're going to dive into today is everything that I can get get down in an hour here. Because, <laughs> you know, I always run out of time. If you haven't figured out, if you've been listening for any length of time, you, you, you probably have figured out I'm not short-winded by any stretch of the imagination and I I merely scratch the surface nine times out of ten I I feel so this is going to be quite a journey that we are going to be taking uh, as a human race coming up here in two more days as this again this podcast episode is airing and also be sure by the way um because we always love your 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 comments, your feedback, you know everything. What and especially if you have a question, and something you know we say doesn't make any sense, we have this beautiful function on uh, the Mind Body Spirit uh, app. If you have it on the phone, you can uh, actually leave a vocal uh, voice memo. And record it. And if you'd like to be a part of a future show, you can ask a question and or just leave comment comment feedback. But if you would like to have a question answered, which of course I think 
I, I just love that because it allows you to be, you know, it allows us to really engage with our audience. So, um, again, great gratitude for Diane and Tina, our fearless leaders of Mind, Body, Spirit FM, for putting that uh, option into our, that's when you love technology, right? You just love fun stuff like that. So be sure to take advantage of that if it's something that resonates with you. Some people aren't just, they certainly don't want to have their voice recorded airing on somebody's podcast, but other people might be a little more bold and daring. So I invite you and challenge you to ask a question, please. I love them. So be a part of the show. Uh, you can be part of the first show of the year if you ask a question about this one. How about that? All right. And if not, you can always send an email in, by the way. If, if, if you don't listen to this podcast on uh, your phone, uh, you can just, you know, go to the go to links contact, uh, on our host pages and, you know, find out how to get a hold of us and, um, be in touch, get communicate, get communicative with us. <laughs> well, that just spit out well, didn't it? All right. Back to this year of stillness in this silent listen. That is the energy of 2023. Now, for some people that may be like, oh my God, what is she talking about? Stillness? Are we, are we not going to move? Is the world going to end? What does that mean? You know, and I, I've got a lot of things to cover today, but, and if you have listened back to the Mastering the Value of Compassion episode from early December, you already understand how I connect the dots of how how do I theme a year? Like, how do I come up with that? And it's taking the numerology. I, I mean, I'm a, as you all know, I'm the math geek that fuses the astrology and the numerology together. So what I did in 2022, for example, is we understood two plus zero plus two plus two equals a six that cross-references back to Venus guidance over the numerology. So that's where I wanted to, that's where I want to watch Venus. I watched Venus the closest out of all the planets and not that you don't watch all of them, obviously, but it was Venus's guidance in 2022 that was critical for us to understand a lot of the timing we saw and different things and how our universal months will unfold. And I'll be covering the universal months, hopefully before the end of the hour. And if not, it will be up on Soul Certainty community on my Patreon. Uh, you're going to have a uh, go-to link for this, of course, to uh, entail everything I won't cover everything possibly in this hour. I know that. So, you know, bear bear with me. So as we have, you know, we're going to obviously cross the threshold, open up this new year, take a good outlook at what 23 is going to offer us. So we're, we're going to shift our math a little bit. So we're going to take two plus zero plus two plus three. And of course, we're going to go one up from six and we're going to find that's a seven. And when I connect the dots back to, well, what planet is in charge of the seven, you're going to find out that that's Neptune. So I already can see I've got the mystic planet and the seeker numerology that are at my disposal. And unlike 2022, what will happen in 2023 is that the, the the guiding planet of the year isn't changing zodiac signs at all. See, Venus went all the way around the zodiac. She started off, she was under retrograde at the beginning of 2022. Again, I don't want to get too much into that, but just to give a little context for anybody new listening to this episode, Venus is an inner planet, so she moves around the zodiac a lot faster and as we're looking to the guide of 2023, who is going to be Neptune, Neptune is an outer planet. So he doesn't move out of Pisces within the calendar year of 2023. 
So this is where we're getting this theme of it's the year of stillness in this silent listen. Because seven is the number of inner work. It is the number that loves solitude. It embraces solitude. It loves stillness. It loves to be by itself in order to operate with the outside world. Like it has to take the time away in some form of retreat in order to successfully function otherwise. <laughs> Ask any seven. If, if, if you go back to, uh, and I forget the episode, it, it is in order, um, but I explain all the numbers and, and, and how your personalities uh, operate uh, depending on what day of the month you're born on. So a seven vibration is anybody born to the 7th, to the 16th, or the 25th of any month. Doesn't matter what sun sign you are, it is about that number. And it all they all reduce to 7. So any 7 vibration carries that in their life. Like it's just like they just need to be alone before they can function with people in big groups and all that kind of stuff. It's like they just they just naturally gravitate to the inner work. And they don't mind their solitude. It's like, it's like they're, it's like the water of their life. You know, it's like they don't have solitude. They're, they're just not happy. (laughs) So this is where we're we're looking at 2023 is collectively going to be working in this very fashion. With the energy of the mystic Neptune and seven, the seeker and It's within, so Neptune is currently in the latter degrees of Pisces, which is the last sign of Zodiac. It is the conclusive energy. It's a sign of empathy. It's a sign of intuition. It's the sign of having sympathy and understanding for anything that involves compassion. So it's a very, very step far away. It's a twofold thing because Pisces are all about taking care of everybody else. Sometimes they forget themselves in that process. But Pisces is about trusting the unknown, understanding intuition, utilizing intuition. But the worst case scenario is, is Pisces gets very illusionary, delusionary, addictive. They want to cancel any ability to get those intuitive psychic impressions because sometimes they just don't like what they're seeing. So, so many Pisces do struggle with, with, you know, having to navigate and balance and moderate and, you know, maybe abstain completely if, if it's gone that far in order to heal. Um, a lot of Pisces do deal with that. Um, because they're just they they're so, they're like sponges. They just absorb everything. So it's too much pain. So sometimes they just want to push that away. And sevens can do that too. So seven energy does the same thing. So it's it's just no matter what seven and again connecting those planetary dots. Seven and Pisces are guided by Neptune. So it's the same channel of. Neptune coming through a seven and coming through Pisces. And, and not that a Pisces doesn't value the solitude. It, it, it definitely does. But the, the Pisces doesn't do it quite like the, um, quite like the seven does. The seven's got way more, uh, kind of like, mm. I am going to just dive in. Okay. So speaking of diving in, we're we're going to dive in much further. But but that is just to get, that's the beginning of understanding where do we come up with, with, with this whole theme of the year. And it's that planet connectivity and what that planet is doing within the zodiac itself. So we're, you know, working with the numbers and working with the astrology always. And it it brought me to, and this was just sort of my 
journey of um, putting this all together and, you know, taking my own, obviously, solitude, stillness, time to to formulate all the research that I wanted to do to, to come up with this information for everybody, is I, I did stumble across this quote. It's not a quote. It's, it's quoted from the Bible. From Mark uh, 631, come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. And I was like, wow, that's that's pretty powerful. And that's pretty much describing a lot of what we need to be doing in this, you know, humanity's universal request to retreat to solitude. Um, this is a year where, you know, going deeply within is going to allow anyone who's reachable and teachable, as I always say, to channel very deep intuitive understanding in order to heal during this earth heart shift. And what most people are so caught up in now is that you don't, you're not encouraged to be still anymore. You're encouraged to run around. You're encouraged to be distracted by the next shiny object. You're encouraged to do things in a different way than especially what this year is going to like, I don't want to say demand per se, but if it gets ignored, uh, you know, that's, that's on humanity that wants to get caught up in that storm. But if People truly honor the habitual practice of stillness and the silent listen. It will allow them to proactively engage solitude to observe the outer world around them. Now, I want to explain a little difference between stillness and solitude. Because stillness is, you know, obviously you just stop and you choose some form of of being able to take the silent listen. And of course, back to those lexigrams, by the way, stillness spells silent and listen. And of course, silent spells listen. So stillness offers us, you know, the ability to just stop, pause, take a silent listen. And if we honor that practice on our own, you can be in solitude in observation of the outer world. Because you can stand in the outer world in all that activity and and just observe. You don't have to engage with it. You can just sit there and watch it and discern it the way you need to. And you discern it from the energy of solitude, which is going to serve you, especially in this universal year, on the highest level you could possibly imagine of owning your own consciousness, owning your own awareness. It'll be profound. How you will understand that deep connectivity when you need to be in the outside world. So I also came across this wonderful, um, this is a, a, a wonderful concept on uh this whole solitude <laughs> it's a it's a, a statement by Thomas Merton who um whose work is thoughts on solitude and and this just summed it up for me and I was like wow have to include this and because this is so deep what he says and I and I just I just ate it right up and this is it just this is 2023. If people understand this, they are so ahead of the game. Not all men are called to be hermits, but all men need enough silence and solitude in their lives to enable the deep inner voice of their own true self to be heard at least occasionally. When that inner voice is not heard, when man cannot attain to the spiritual peace that comes from being perfectly at one with his true self, his life is always miserable and exhausting. 
for he cannot go on happily for long unless he is in contact with the springs of spiritual life, which are hidden in the depths of his own soul. If man is constantly exiled from his own home, locked out of his own spiritual solitude, he ceases to be a true person. He no longer lives as a man. Thomas Merton, Thoughts on Solitude. Excellent, excellent. Uh, it's, that was, I was like, well, that just sums it up, doesn't it? And of course, you know, you can apply that to all of humanity. If if humans are locked, <laughs> exiled from their own homes, you know, this does apply to women. This is not a sexist statement because it does, you know, obviously say it's, I know there's just like this big, like, you know, obviously thing about the gender thing today. And I'm like, oh, please let me not confuse anybody or insult anybody that, you know, I, I pull out a statement that just referred to, to men. It's referring to all humans. <laughs> just, just to clarify that, you know, cause it is, it is dual retrograde right now, by the way, you know, again, check out the last episode. You'll, you'll, you'll find out how to master Mercury retrograde that just began, <laughs> just began. So, and, and, and pulling in another truly valuable lexigram. So this is where I'm, I'm, uh, we're going to just dive right into solitude. Solitude spells out as we play that anagram game and phrase the anagrams like poetry or prose to spell out the truth. Solitude. Let old soul ties do it. Let light set us to lotus. I dilute lies to solid soul toils. I let soul do it. Let's let soul do it. And when you're in the practice of solitude or the habit of solitude or the behavior of solitude, your soul is is at work. And you're feeling everything in your human experience on a soul level. Solitude, as you go about the observation of the outside world, is the most powerful way to pull all that in. And that, once again, is what 2023 is asking of humans to do. But you're going to have to devote a little time Probably a lot more time, depending on how much you've been doing it already. But you got to devote the time to stillness in order to get to the solitude. And there's another quote that I, I came up with, statement, quote, from Richard Foster, Celebration of Discipline. This is another beauty. Solitude is more a state of mind and heart than it is a place. There is a solitude of the heart that can be maintained at all times. Crowds, or the lack of them, have little to do with this inward attentiveness. Richard Foster, Celebration of Discipline. So with that understanding, and solitude is going to be your state of mind in 2023. You're going to have such a rich experience in this year ahead. It'll be so rich to take it in that kind of a pace, which is not what society is going to do otherwise, or the culture or, or any of the rest of it, as you well know, because we're already in this, like, you know, you, you understand it, especially if you check out 2022's finale forecast. Again, if you're just joining us and thank you for doing so just finding us, um, check out the 2022 finale forecast because that is that explains how everything is, you know, in moving in, in, in these reflective cycles in the now and, and how they're still very strongly in play to really carry us well into the new year. So it's this powerful time to disconnect, to reconnect. And the more we choose to do that, the more we are getting what we need out of like really owning and kind of being the seeker, you know, we're, we're really meant to like, just embrace the inner world. 
so that we can consciously operate with the world around us. It, it, it's like, you know, we are who we've been waiting for. Uh, you know, I, and then this is where I, I really want to tap into this a little bit about understanding. I mean, most people who, there's something going on in with humanity on one side, and then there's obviously this whole divide and conquer thing showed up, and and people are kind of on one side of a fence or another, and it's an illusionary fence. And I I want to put it out there like that. That fence is illusionary that was created. It's a so illusionary. It's completely an illusion, and everybody's like. So the people on one side of the fence are like, oh, we're waiting for the truth. And then the people on the other side of the fence are like, yeah, we're waiting for you to be like, ha, ha, ha. You've been waiting for the truth. And all I can t- say to anybody is the truth must be revealed from within. Otherwise, by any form of energetic law, we will not properly discern it in the outer chaos in the first place. So if you're not practicing being the eye of the storm, and you know there's a collective storm going on right now. That's been going on for a couple of years. We're roaring it up in the 20s here. It's already been going on. You know that. It's very intense right now. It, it has become a lot more intense in 2022. But... What I really invite people to do is cease this, like, some people are just like, they're desperately waiting for the truth because they're seeking it in an external way. And they, they want a light switch to go off and then, oh, everything's going to be just fine because everybody's going to be awakening. It's, it's already available. It already exists. But you have to become quiet enough to hear it and, and you know, fully unlock it. And you have to do it alone. You're not doing this with other people. I'll repeat that. The truth is not going to be found amongst the masses. It's going to be found in your solitude and in your stillness. That's where the truth is. And honestly, had I, I mean, I, I, I kind of like look or like look, and I go, you know, we had the the best opportunity in 2020, where if people just grasp, you know, they really like when we everybody was quote locked down for the time that it was, and people want to argue about what that was and what it wasn't, and and it was right or it was wrong. The bottom line is, had we done that inner listening work back in 2020, truly, like collectively as a human race, we wouldn't be here right now waiting for anything. Because things would already, the timeline would have gone differently. But what happened was that people wanted to force and push this, quote, back to normal. And in knowing no two moments in time or ever the same way, twice, there was no back to normal to go to. You had to evolve and move on. But... Because people wanted to force the old way of living rather than moving through what that experience of 2020 was. And now we're working through another layer of consequences that could have honestly been very different in the now had humanity looked at the whole thing differently. And apparently it wasn't the right timing. But I, I look at I look at the energy back then and I go, mm, but it could have. It could have. It could have shifted then. We just didn't allow it to. So 2023 is like now, it's almost like 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 the the red alert button is on for humanity this year. Like, please step back. Take a take a really good look at this humanity. 
because this is your last calling that it's the last opportunity I'm going to give you to heal and do this work that you've been ignoring for far too long. So I've come up with, and you know, when we get into, um, these, uh, I've come up with seven highlighted points for, uh, you know, taking on this new year. And then we'll get into some other astrology and, and numerology uh, points towards the end. But I, I wanted to, you know, again, this is really focusing on just what this energetic pulse of the year is and, and just, you know, things that if we put them into our habitual space and our, you know, our lifestyles, our routines, and yes, we all have that, our own forecast to honor and all of the, all of those personal things to equally stay empowered. But what we're going to be observing is going to be critical in 2023. So we're going to have seven, hopefully practices that you can do to stay empowered. So we're going to be working with number one, protecting our privacy. So seven is seven energy is very, very concerned about its privacy. Number one. So what we want to do is truly, again, step back in that observation and understand what we are giving away in any kind of freedom on things like social media platforms and equally just things that, you know, really are not allowing us to live a private life because that is a big thing happening right now, you know, in, in, you know, it's a global thing. It's not just here in America as well is, is that our privacy, there's a strong invasion of privacy if you understand what's going on. So you want to be very, very protective of how your privacy is understood in the year ahead. And don't fall for things. Because remember, Neptune is our planet of illusion. Don't fall for things in the illusion. If you're doing that stillness work and you're working with your solitude, you're going to be able to observe it for what it is in complete discernment. Number two, we want consciousness concerning our attention spans. Because, of course, we could be distracted by the next shiny object. Now, which has already been going on for far too long in the first place. But we really want to really make our attention span something we are far more conscious of than we have been. Which means we need to retreat from unnatural information and the visual overload because we are visually overstimulated. That means turn off your YouTube, turn off your Netflix, stop. It just it doesn't mean you have to stop doing it completely. It means be extremely moderate about how you are digesting, taking things in. I, you know, I've said it before, stop watching and start listening. Because we are inundated at this point in time with too much information and we cannot process it. And that's another thing about Neptune and the seven. And Pisces is that it is about the ability to process our subconscious. It's our ability to work with the, you know, the, again, that inner world. But you can't do any of that when you're watching. You have to be listening to do it. There's no other way. So... Because people don't have an attention span anymore. I mean, look at what you have to do 
supposedly on that infamous social media to, to be able to get people's attention. If you can't sum it up in 15 seconds, you've lost them. I mean, I'm grateful you sit and listen to me for an hour because most people don't even want to do that. They don't have the attention span anymore, but they should and they could. So that's, that's a great thing to be, you know, just checking in with for, for your own, you know, what is it that you need to be just more aware of for yourself? Number three, realizing and recognizing our addictions. Now, this can cover a a myriad of things from your smartphone to substances to food to, to anything that you are abusing in your life. Um, we can abuse a lot of things. It doesn't have to be a substance, but in a, in, in understanding the Neptune guidance of the year, Neptune is, I mean, again, in, in any avoidance of pain, in any avoidance of fear, in avoidance of listening more, understanding intuition and being able to filter that. A lot of the times, oh, but, oh, this, oh, this addiction feels a little better, even though it's just temporary. And it does, it, 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 your addictions fill a void. They do not resolve anything. It is a temporary moment of satisfaction and not even a conscious one. So, recognize your addictions to the phone, anything, you know, and if it's a substance, then, you know, that is where, and, and be aware of people in your line of sight who may have, you know, situations that is something you would obviously be needing a professional for. Um, but seek out that kind of help for them and just be able to check in with that. Because that's going to be on the rise in 2023 for the unconscious. They will definitely be probably going down rabbit holes they don't belong in. And no pun intended, it will be the year of the rabbit by the end of January. So, um, but I, I'm not a Chinese astrology specialist, but I do understand that, that we will be going into that cycle this upcoming year. So let's not go down too many rabbit holes uh, the wrong way in 2023. Um, but this is really, you know, a time to realize if how much your addiction of any kind is controlling you by, you know, fooling you into a, having more convenience in your life. You know, it's again, this year ahead is such a time it, it take a serious, serious step back to take control of anything you feel is controlling your life. Take back your personal control over it in a conscious way. Doesn't mean you have to stop everything just means you want to be in complete moderation accountability and as you go back to that mastering mercury retrograde uh episode from the last um the last episode in capricorn is it being done in integrity and with a moral compass because that's what we are in we are opening the year reflecting on that right now That is the biggest reflection. We're in that till the 18th of January. So that's not going to go away. Number four, owning our abilities to heal. We want to be, you know, again, going back to the, you know, anything people are running away from, but we want to be extra mindful of, you know, having mental health awareness. This is going to be a very strong year where we know we're already under these types of, you know, you know, these their mental health issues are on the rise. They've been on the rise for a very long time. But this is a year where like kind of like a culmination point can really like fester. So we want to be super aware of that and, you know, Keep, again, in your own line of sight and your sphere of influence, you know, just just be aware and cautious of people around you um, and make sure you are making sure your mental health 
is being taken care of and well-oiled. You know, take care of it. This is going to be an important year to do that. That's why, again, honoring the stillness in the silent listen and working with solitude is going to be our best friends in 2023. Number five, keeping our lives pure as we possibly can. We want to be extremely aware of the foods we're, we're pulling into our bodies, um, anything we're intaking. Obviously, that goes back to substances. doesn't mean like you can't enjoy a spirit, but you don't want to abuse it, respect it. It's called a spirit for a reason. I used to bar 10 years ago and I was always taught, I had a wise, wise uh, bar manager that I, I worked with for many years and, and she always talked about respecting spirits, which alcohol is. If you respect the spirit, it'll respect you. And it is, it's meant to, it, it is here on the earth. It exists. It, it is meant to be enjoyed. It's just like the smartphone. It's meant to be enjoyed. It's just not meant to be abused, but people without awareness and consciousness they tend to abuse it. So we want to be extra aware of that, you know, being pure this year. The, the energy is very intense. So when we're, you may notice in your own system, you're not even going to want certain things. Like you may not even want foods that have too many chemicals or any kind of toxins in them. You're going to notice that there's a difference. The more that you tune into this stillness, the silent listen, understand your solitude and, and all of these practices, you're going to just want more purity as you keep doing it. There is no other way that the energy will go. Your vibration is going to completely change. And sometimes we're, we'll step away from certain, you know, um, people and experiences and situations because they're no longer a vibrational match to us. And that's why things won't work, um, the way that they had before. So again, be very aware of, of, of food and, and just things that if it doesn't make you feel good, don't keep doing it. You know, don't try to put a bandaid on it and say, Oh, I'll just deal with it. No, start to understand what the purity is. And we also want to take very good physical care of our feet and just kind of pay more attention to them. And of course, if you're a seven and you're a Pisces to begin with, you should always be paying attention to your feet. I mean, every single person should pay attention to their feet in their life, but the feet are an area of weakness for a seven vibrate, a seven karmic path or a Pisces in particular. If you know, you, you happen to, you know, get too stressed out, things tend to go wrong with the feet, but we will probably be noticing, you know, the physical issues with feet. So if you're into reflexology, which is a very lovely holistic way of opening up your chi, it opens up the meridians in your body and it's all dealing with like pressure points and, you know, your feet are a map to your entire organ system. And if you get into and study reflexology, you, you'll understand that a little bit better. Uh, so it's a really great time to place some good attention on our feet. Even a, just a decent foot massage every so often, you know, is great. But a reflexologist is the professional that knows what, what's really going on. And also to take care of our lymphatic systems, like how water and fluids are moving throughout our bodies. Very, very important in this year. We want to keep them, we want to keep them open. We want to keep them flowing. We don't want them to get backed up, which again, keep your life as pure as possible, and you will do so. Number six, learning to trust our intuition. And this is just the bottom line of the quieter we become, the more we can hear. So, yeah. You don't want to turn your intuition off in 2023. You want to, like embrace it and love it and, 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 you know, 
hug it and squeeze it and call it George like Bugs Bunny does, you know. <laughs> you know, you just do. You just want to work with it so much more intimately. Again, that will come from taking stillness in the silent listen and 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 working with solitude. The quieter we become, the more we can hear. Number seven, cultivating our telepathy. Now, this is, I don't know about you, but I have noticed this. I mean, I've kind of always have had it work in my life one way or the other, but like in the last like couple of months of the year, especially since we were in a seven universal month in October, the telepathy is off the charts right now. Like I will think of people, I will go to my phone and they have texted me like I, and I didn't know that, you know, until I went to go to my phone. Cause I don't keep my phone by me all the time. Um, in fact, I spend more time away from my phone than I do on it, especially right now in honoring my own reflective, uh, duties as I am supposed to be as this forecasting practitioner does. I do the work, um, and I'll get back to you next year on how the reflective journey turned out. Um, I talked about that in the last episode as well. But um, the telepathy is super, super on. And, and so have, you know, this is like we are so able as, as a human species to deepen into these channels of communications. Um, because the more we do all of this stillness work and the listening and all of that, you're going to be able to connect with the people who are also doing it. And when you, you're getting stuff, you're going to be able to like send them little messages. I mean, you probably already can do it if you're already in, into that zone. But this is going to become extremely powerful for people who really want to tune into it. Um and it, it is something, honestly, it is something you can have so much fun with because I just love that when the telepathy is working. Like I just, it's like really turns up the journey of awareness and, and, and just opens that completely. It, 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 it's so much fun. I mean, you just can't, you can't like once you get into it, you can't get enough of it. You're like, Ooh, who else is going to, you know, who else can I summon? <laughs> so I'm going to be having, like I said, I'm going to be having a whole, you're going to get a link for the whole year and then uh, a go-to link for this whole year. And then uh, you, you'll be seeing what, what will be available uh, to research on Soul Certainty Community. Um, I'll be doing a, a seven remembrances post on there, seven other things that we want to do to cultivate uh, to cultivate this year in our life. So that we can live it in the, you know, as I like to say, the God honest truth that we're supposed to be, which again, it's only coming from within. So the, I always talk about the, the end number of the year. So, you know, we have like this as, because we always will say, oh, it's 21, it's 22 it's 23 so we're, we're going to be always shortening the year 2023 to 23 often as we've done with uh, many other you know any other you know calendar year in, in universal year so when we're looking at the 23 this is also a lovely energy it's very different from how we were uh, working with the 22. And if you go back to the, the Master in the Valley of Compassion forecast, that was a real deep responsibility hum humanity was called upon to work with the Master number 22 in 2022. So that we weren't taken advantage of by the ferocious tiger. And... Because we needed to be master in the valley of compassion. But now as we are entering, you know, embracing the stillness in the silent listen year, 
those who choose this inner work are going to be protected by the royal star of the lion energy. And this is a very, very powerful karmic mystery, Chaldean karmic mystery that we work with with the Chaldean numerology to unlock throughout 2023. So I'll just read that off because it's an encouragement, if nothing else. The Royal Star of the Lion, number 23. This is a karmic reward number. 23 bestows not only a promise of success in personal and career endeavors, it guarantees help from superiors and protection from those in high places. It's a most fortunate number and greatly blesses with abundant grace. As always, the 23 must be considered along with the other single and compound key numbers in all of the numerological analysis, which may have some other advice to give. But other numbers don't have much of a chance to bring about any serious trouble when the royal star of the lion is present during difficult times. No number can challenge the lion's strength and win. And if you are, again, already following along on Soul Certainty, you, you know that we are in a, uh, we're right in the midst of it right now. We've had two of the four, the two of the four at one have already occurred. Our new moons from November 2022 to February 23, all the new moons are locked up at one degrees of the sign. And this was uh, honoring the protection of our heart space. But it's all about understanding what's cooking with you know, that lion's strength in our life and owning the heart and what we're doing here and really diving into that. Um, we're also in the midst of, we, we got a lot of intense reflective calling that is like it started in 22, but it's spilling into 23. So we're like, that's why this, the end of 22 was so, wow, what's going on? Because it was already giving us the strongest indication of where we were already going to be going once we crossed the threshold of this seven universal year. So we've been in this seven at 16 degrees of the full moon lockups since the October of 2022. And these carry over until April of 2023. We have every, we have seven full moons that will oppose one another at 16 degrees. So we also have had four of those, we have had, excuse me, three of those. We will open the new year on the 6th of January under the Mercury retrograde and all this fun stuff and Mars retrograde. Don't forget about him. Again, reference the last episode, reference 22 finales episode. That was back in October. I did that. Yeah. But the first full moon of the year will be January 6th. Um, that's the fourth of this seven at 16. And that is all more about relating back to this seven Neptunian channeling energy. All of that is, you can go back again and reference all that. I don't want to get too tied up into previous conversations that you can go back and listen to the fuller explanation of. We're also under Mars retrograde. That had started back in October on the 30th. We will be dealing with Mars retrograde until the 12th of January. We are under a total, and we're still under the energetic effects as well from the total Taurus eclipse, lunar eclipse back on November 8th. That was the second lockup at the 16 degrees, that conjunct Uranus retrograde. That is channeling in until November of 2023. So you've got a healing eclipse that's in effect. And then, of course, as we've already discussed, you've got the year is opening as well under Mercury retrograde and Capricorn. You've got that gifted workshop um, at your disposal uh, from the last episode. So 
Wow. There's so much more to cover, and you're going to be able to access all of this information um, on my Soul Certainty community. The other things that we will get into uh, in that is a lot more of what Neptune will be doing in 2020 uh, and 2022, 2023, excuse me, and how the universal months will flow in 2023. So within this seven universal year, you're going to be in a flow. We're going to land on eight to open in January, and then we'll be back on the one again by December of 20. 23. Um, we'll be building a foundation within this seven personal year from March through June. There's a lot of pivotal moving, moving, blossoming, permanent changes coming in July. And then we ease into August, September, October, November in a lot of finalizations, smoothing out the edges, moving things around and then there's a lot of sense of new beginnings in what we're going to be planting as a human, you know, the human race and all the things that we'll be doing by December. And that if you, you know, are already on Soul Certainty community, you already know how to follow along. Um I talk about those universal months every every month. I cover all the details of all of that. Um but again, what we're going to be watching the closest in 2023 is the Neptune conversations that will be going on, like everything that Neptune does uh, concerning how it links up with moons every month. It will be making a square to this Mars retrograde shadow coming up in March, and we've just got a lot coming up this year. You're going to have a Venus retrograde in the summertime of 2023. That's going to be something you're going to want to be very well prepared for in your own personal forecast. So again, it's a year as we always um, want you all to understand this is a really, really powerful year that the more you will choose to take that silent listen, understand your stillness, you will have the victory. You will have the victory and, and truly, truly work with the beauty of what that solitude is about as you understand the whole observation of what is is moving and grooving uh, throughout our human experiences. So, yes, and there and there it is, and there we are. <laughs> So once again, I thank you so much for being here and taking a silent listen to the Sharita Star and Power Hour. Be sure to explore the go-to link for this episode that will dive even deeper into 2023's Outlook for Humanity. Our next episode and first one of the year will air on January 13th. So... Stay tuned. In the meantime, let us all honor our reflective soul homework. Be content with slowing down to speed up as we allow our heart to embrace the spiritual solitude necessary for working successfully on earth in 2023. With my deepest love to evolve, I wish you all the brightest of blessings for a safe, aware, and conscious new year in your human experiences. Until next time, this is Sharita Starr for Mind, Body, Spirit FM. Never compromise, living consciously. Namaste, dear stars.
Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.